Hi, everybody. Dick Vitale. Hey, make sure you listen, man, to Lockdown Blue Devils with J.J. Jackson. He's awesome, baby. You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. It's so great to have you here with us on the show today. Our show is brought to you by Stat Hero. This edition of Locked On Blue Devils brought to you by our friends over at Stat Hero. Stat Hero is reshaping the way you play fantasy sports. Dozens of house-based games to play daily. No sharks, no funky props, just your skill versus the lineups that you choose. Sign up today at stathero.com slash locked on. My name is JJ Jackson. I'm the host of Locked On Blue Devils. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils and follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. Be sure to follow and subscribe Locked On Blue Devils for free wherever you get your podcasts as you'll get the latest episode of the podcast as soon as it comes out each day and again thank you for making lockdown blue that was your first listen on today's show duke basketball heading to the sweet 16 how sweet it is as the blue devils defeated michigan state by nine yesterday advancing to mike krzyzewski's 25th sweet 16 in what is the final ncaa tournament the final season for coach k's career as we discuss on our show, Duke also picked up a win over Cal State Fullerton on Friday. The Duke players react to advancing to the Sweet 16 as well, all coming up on today's show. 85-76, the final score for Duke men's basketball as they take down Michigan State yesterday in Greenville, South Carolina. Duke had five players in double figures. Paula Bancaro led the way with 19.7 rebounds, four assists. Jeremy Roach, 15 points, three assists, one steal, six of 10 shooting from the floor, one of three from three-point range. Trevor Keels had 12 points and four assists. Wendell Moore Jr. had 15 points and four assists. Mark Williams had 15 points, eight rebounds, five blocks. A.J. Griffin had seven points on three of seven shooting, one of three from three-point range to go along with three rebounds. And Theo John had a bucket, two points scored for Duke as well. Duke led by four, 39-35 at halftime. They had a nine-point lead, their largest lead of the game, 44-35 with 19-11 to play in the second half, and then 46-37 with 17-49 to play. Duke won by a nine-point margin, but it wasn't always easy. Michigan State had a 70-65 lead with five minutes and 10 seconds to go. Duke went on a 16-3 run to close out the game. Michigan State could not miss in the first half shooting the basketball. They finished 7 of 10 from three-point range in the first half at 70%. For the game, Michigan State finished 11 of 22. So down the stretch, some of those shots didn't continue to fall. Gabe Brown was 4 of 4 from three-point range for Michigan State in the first half. Kept them in it, and they went on a big run there in the uh, latter portions of the second half, but credit to this Duke basketball team. Down by three at one point, Trevor Keels hit a three-pointer from the top of the key after he had been struggling and coach k talked about the struggles of trevor keels as of late in his post-game interview immediately walking off the floor with tracy wolfson from cbs and said that was so good to see trevor knock down that shot and then the play from jeremy roach lately has just been unbelievable the guy leads the way for duke he's a winner and he's getting it done they're at that point guard spot a whole lot of fun to watch duke finishes just five of 13 themselves from three-point range in their win over michigan state and uh, the five makes it's enough it was enough for duke to pick up the nine point victory they now had to san francisco where they will take on texas tech in the sweet 16 also 
Gonzaga takes on Arkansas in the other Sweet 16 matchup. The winners of both those games will play one another. So there's a chance if Duke beats Texas Tech and if Gonzaga plays and beats Arkansas, then Duke will rematch with Gonzaga as we discussed a little bit last week. Duke won the rebounding battle 35-31 over Michigan State and Duke was getting so many easy baskets at the rim. They dominated points in the paint versus Michigan State. Duke limited their turnovers. We saw a lot of turnovers for Duke at some of their losses this season. They only turned the basketball over 10 times. Michigan State just turned it over seven times. But Duke shot 57% from the floor. Very efficient for the Blue Devils there. They had 14 assists on 32 made baskets. So you would love to see the ball move a little bit more if you're Duke. But it's important that they were able to walk away with that victory. Duke marches on. They're dancing in the Sweet 16. Jim Nance had the final call. The play-by-play, obviously, with Grant Hill and Bill Raftery. And in Nance's closing seconds call, he said that there was still time left. The music plays on and Coach K's last stance what an iconic call from one of my personal favorite play-by-play announcers Jim Nance there this past weekend heading to the Sweet 16 it is so unbelievably awesome for this Duke men's basketball team let's listen to Coach K and the players talk about it right after this Today's show of Locked On Blue Devils is brought to you by Stat Hero. Stat Hero's NCAA single game pickums pits the star players against each other, an amazing hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. Take control back from those handicappers that always seem to have the advantage. Start focusing on the players you know best with a gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads, long odds, or funky props. Stat Hero gives you the advantage, resulting in gamers winning four times more often because Stat Hero eliminates the mystery about who or what you're going up against. Sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash locked on using promo code locked on. Promo code locked on gives you a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash locked on. Promo code locked on for a 100% match. Stathero.com slash locked on. Promo code locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Today's show is also brought to you by our friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is so good. It's the best tasting protein bar that you're going to find. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Low calorie, high in protein. Replace your candy bars with these. They help me get my day started. I'm feeling in a good mood every morning when I wake up and I start my day with a Built Bar. Go to Built.com. Scroll down to the macros chart. You'll be blown away. Again, high protein, low calories, high fiber, low carb. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and get 15% off your order. Promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, for 15% off at Built.com. Yeah, well, what a game. It was reminiscent of Elite Eight Final Four games. I mean, both teams were lights out. I mean, with the effort today. Uh, uh, we're so very proud of winning this game because we beat a heck of a team, obviously, as well coached as any in the country. And I thought when we got down, you know, we, would, we were young for a while there. And I was wondering if we were going to stay young. And I don't know, maybe the Gatorade, whatever it was, the Powerade, <laughs> I'm sorry, or whatever the hell we're, we're repping here. Uh, but my guys were so tough in those last six minutes of the game. And in the last four or five minutes, the defense was incredible. Uh, Jeremy hit a huge three for us. 
and in his drives, uh, he, he willed that ball. He willed that ball in. I mean, it, they were some of the best drives I've seen as the Duke coach, really, especially in a pressure situation. And then Trev, who's been struggling from the his three was outstanding. And you know, obviously our captain, uh, Wendell, played well. And then Paulo, that, that bucket along the baseline was huge. And Mark was uh, looked, looked like a hockey goalie the whole night, <laughs> trying to protect our net. And he did it en enough to uh, win the game. So in I'm incredibly cr proud of my guys. This is a... Uh, this was a, you guys were terrific, man. I'm so, I'm really proud to be your coach. You know, that it had nothing to do with coaching in those last four or five minutes. It all had to do with heart and togetherness. And uh, they followed their hearts and God bless them. Uh, you know, we're in the sweet 16. So you can ask them questions. All right, when get, asking a question, please state your name and your affiliation. Start right there on the right. Brendan Marks, Athletic. This question's for Jeremy. Um, the shot. What are you thinking? Take us through the whole thing. And when you see it go in, what's what's the feeling? Um, I mean, that last, like, kind of the last media, the four-minute media, I mean, I was just thinking to myself, like, if I get an open three, I'm knocking it down. So uh, I think it was kind of like, what was it, like a minute 30 left or something like that. Uh, the shot clock was was winding down, and I knew how to make a play. So just, just, being, just making confident plays out there was, was the biggest thing. Right here on the left. Jason Jordan, Sports Illustrated. This question's for Paula. Um, all week, Coach has been talking about you guys' uh, approach being a championship approach to each game, um, which I guess this would make your second championship of the weekend. What, um, what does that do to your mental? How far do you take that? Like, you know, are you guys like, we won the title? Or, <laughs> or, and, we take it to San Francisco. Yes, sir. There you go. I'm in a... I mean, it's an NCAA tournament. You know, season's on the line every single game. Um, so, I mean, that's really all that needs to be said. You know, we knew that. You know, we got down. You know, we was in the timeout. And we were just like, look, you know, we got we got three, I think it was like 340-something or four, four minutes. And we was like, man, we got four minutes. We can either, you know, lay down or we can, you know, turn it up. So that's really all it was, man, and just, just fighting, like you said, having heart, you know, and um, just trusting each other, really. Right here on the left. Vash Tyhart with Carolina Blitz. Wendell, this is for you. Uh, Paolo just talked about when you guys got down. When you did get down and Baylor was walking back to take the free throw, the guys kind of seemed to hang their head a bit. And I saw you clapping your hands to get them going. Can you talk about your, that moment for you as a leader and, and taking that approach to kind of pick the guys up in that pressure situation? Oh, yeah, so I think at that time we kind of had maybe a turnover. I think we fouled him right back there. So my thing was, I mean, the game was far from over. It was probably about uh, three, four minutes left. Uh, there was still so much time left on the clock. I knew we had a chance. Um, yeah, I mean, I knew once we got our foot in the door, I mean, there was no looking back from there. Luke? Paolo, Luke DeCock from the News and Observer. You had three possessions where you either uh, attacking or guarding Joey Hauser, and you were able to, to set up Trevor for the three. You ended up scoring yourself, and then you blocked a shot at the other end. Did you get the sense that you could kind of control the game in that matchup at, at that point in those last couple of minutes? Um, well, first off, he's a great player, uh, and I knew coming in I was going to have to be on my A game, you know, guarding him. Um, but, you know, I just wanted to be aggressive. You know, I wanted to – I think uh, 
early in the second half, I was attacking it, and then I got back to settling. And then so down that last stretch, I wanted to just get to the rim and put pressure on the rim. Um, and like you said, I was able to score and then put pressure on the rim and kick it out to Trev, and he knocked it down. So that was just my mindset was, you know, trying to collapse the defense and either, you know, make a play for my teammate or um, take, take an advantage of myself. Mike. Yeah, this is for Wendell. Mike DeCourcy from Sporting News. Um, when uh, you guys had the possession that led to Jeremy's shot, Paolo brought the ball over you because he couldn't get anywhere against Bingham. So he gets it to you. Shot clock's running down. Can you take us through your th thought process there, how aware you were of the clock and how you were able to spot Jeremy open there? I guess, like you said, the clock was running down. Um, I'm, I'm in, normally in that situation we call green, uh, which first means we got to get a shot up. We got to get a good shot up. Uh, so, I mean, I was just looking at the matchups, and I felt Jeremy had a great matchup. Uh, so I just kind of took my one dribble, gave it to him. And then from there, he made it happen. Stream NCAA March Madness live with YouTube TV. All right, right here in the middle. Hey, Wendell, Alex Jackson, The Duke Chronicle. On those last free throws, you seem to close your eyes and take a deep breath. What were you feeling seeing on those two last shots? Uh, I didn't see anything but me in the bucket. I mean, that's my routine. I, I really had to close my eyes just so I can lock in. I just, I just feel like it's uh, like really I'm the only one in there. Uh, so no matter how much noise they were making, I honestly didn't hear one thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, so I was just, I just stepped up to the line, I knocked him down. David Hill. Hey guys, David, David Hill with ESPN. Uh, for any of the players, but I, I was going to ask Wendell in particular. You, you said uh, earlier this week that this represented what could be the last game for all of you guys as a team, not just Coach K's last game uh, if you were to lose. In that last four minutes when you're kind of looking at what might be in front of you, were you thinking about the end for you, for Coach, some mix of the two? And, and, and what was sort of the conversation about, like, let's not let that happen? Uh. I mean, honestly, the conversation, I mean, lose didn't come up one time. Yeah, you're not going to talk about losing <laughs> or else you're going to lose. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, for us right here, um, just a little quick story. I mean, us five got so close over this past year. Uh, earlier this summer, uh, coaches uh, leading enough to allow us to take a trip down to Peace Jam um, and watch our, our respective teams play against each other. Uh, so all five of us crammed up in a car, uh, drove down there uh, twice, actually. Uh, services then, we just called ourselves the road crew. Um, and we knew it was going to come down to us at some point. Uh, so once we got in the huddle, uh, we just looked at each other's eyes and we knew we weren't going to lose. Dick Cox, final question for the players. Dick Cox with Lindy Sports and Cox Sports Broadcast. And this was from Mark. Uh, Coach K said you were the goalie today, but you had a huge block uh, towards the end of the game. Not only blocked it, but came up, got the ball yourself. Can you talk a little bit about what <clears throat> happened on that play? Uh, yeah, so AJ Hogarth drove uh, to the rim. Um, you know, I just tried to do my best to protect the rim every time, you know, somebody drives at the block and then I uh, just got the rebound, tried to stay in bounds, and then obviously I kicked it out, got a, another possession for us. Um, I'm not thinking too much about, like, I want to get a block here. It's just more of, like, I want to win. I mean, if that's the winning play, then I'll do it. Um, so, I mean, that's all that really happened right there. Thank you, guys. Okay, good job. Enjoy. Well, we got a few minutes Enjoy. with Coach, but yeah. starting with David Thompson guys, in the middle. Will you guys be able to uh, David Thompson, USA Today Network. Uh, 
the last few seconds of the game, Jeremy came over to you. I don't know if he chest bumped you or hugged no, you. No, I don't have a chest to bump. <laughs> so. And that's kind of what I thought. I couldn't quite see it from where I was. But Are you agreeing with the, you, <laughs> I was looking for a, a little prop I mean, there. great chest. All great right, chest, thank of you. course. Um, what was that moment like for you, though? Just no, it's that. great. You know, uh, I love these, these kids. You know, they're, they're becoming men. And uh, they're so young. And we were young for a little bit at different times today and they took advantage of it and and then we we were so good in the last part of the game i mean it just uh yeah i I can't tell you how proud i am of of them because they you know we had not been playing well and we had a hell of a week of practice and camaraderie stuff and whatever and they, they believe in one another and uh and then look i'm 75 to have moments like that, you gotta be kidding me. You, the luck, really, how damn lucky can you be <laughs> to be in that? And, and I wanna share it. I don't wanna just sit down and say, you guys enjoy it. I wanna be, I wanna be in the party a little bit. Uh, and and uh, that's the enjoyment I've, got, I've had for 47 years. And t- today was one of, the, one of the really good days. Right here on the left. News and Observer. Um, Specifically about the defense late. Yeah. How connected were they? I mean, you've been working on that, I know, all week. And, you know, Mark had the block, Paula McCarrow had the block, and then Wendell the steal at midcourt there. Yeah. The, uh, we went to a little bit different coverage um, in the full court, like a soft, soft press, just so they didn't get a run because they can really run. And then we started, uh, we were going to switch one through five. And Mark has improved so much during the year in his lateral movement that he can stay in front. And that's what he did, like on that particular play. And, uh, uh, and then our thing is no threes, no fouls. So we actually, we actually did that, and, uh, and we won. These are the final three questions for Coach, starting with Mike. Yeah, Mike, uh, Mike yeah. DeCourcy, uh, Sporting News. Um, can you sort of take us a little bit through Jeremy's year? Uh, he, he came out of the starting lineup a couple of times, and then obviously before Friday you chose to put him back in. Uh, what he gave you tonight, including that shot? Yeah, well, Jeremy's had a, a terrific year, and he's a sophomore, you know? It, not everyone's one of We had guys, we're playing, not today, but guys who are in their sixth year and whatever. You know, along the way, you're gonna have ups and downs. He's had many more ups than downs. Uh, and a big thing that changed on our team was the emergence of AJ, and so how we did a lineup. And then Trevor got hurt, and. Uh, Jeremy kind of carried us for those few games. It had like a eight or nine to one assist to turnover ratio. And then Jeremy came back and he kind of evened out. And then uh, we had that lull for about 10 days, those four games, we were two and two. And uh, when we, you know, we started the week, we just said we need great ball pressure. And uh, he can do that and he did that today, but also to lead us. And his scoring though has been Really, he made, he made some big-time baskets today. It wasn't just that three. Those drives to the basket were huge. It, they, you know, and, and everybody got energy from him. So, uh, you know, we've never stopped believing, him because, believing in him because he's believable. You know, he deserves it. Right on the right. Ian O'Connor, New York Post. Uh, when people look to define your legacy and career, they usually talk about the five titles and 12 Final Fours, but I believe this is 26 Sweet 16s. 
Does that, doing that 26 times, avoiding an early round upset, speak to your program as much as anything? Yeah, and, and I, I'm, I, I didn't know that. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm not playing games, so I don't know that. But, uh, you know, when you, I'm proud of the fact that we've, we've been there for four or five, dec you know, for four decades, that we're, we're at least knocking on the door. And uh, every, you know, five times the door let us completely in. And I got guys who want to win, you know, and our, our goal is to, is to win the whole thing all the time, even if we're young. So uh, it says a lot for the caliber of player that I've coached. And, and uh, like these guys are, they're good players, but they're really good guys. So you don't go to those sweet 16s just with talent, you do it with character. And uh, that's, that's what my teams have had, but it's not like I've given them that. You know, we've recruited that and we've made use of it. Final question, Michael Rothstein. Yeah. Michael Rothstein, ESPN. It's kind of a two-part thing. It dovetails on that a little bit. First, it's also 1,200 wins for you today. Right. What, is, what does that mean to you? And also that this last tournament for you, you do end up going through Tom Izzo, who you've faced so many times. Again. Yeah, you know, really, I said it yesterday. I, I don't look at records against coaches. Tom Izzo is one of the great coaches, Hall of Fame coach, you know, like, and a great friend. Yeah, that, I'm not going to put that up on my wall, like a record or, you know, but uh, the 1,200 wins is substantial. You know, obviously, you know, be, it's a lot of wins, but uh, it's a lot of wins against quality competition. And um, that's what I'm most proud of. It's not just the number of, of wins, it's the, 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 the competition that we've had in order to, to win. Uh, and and uh, today was a good example of it. The, the other thing is I've, I've been fortunate that overall I've had good health except for the 94, 95 season. And, and, uh, and I have a great school. So I have great people, good health, great family. Look, for me, one of the best moments for me was turning around and seeing all my grandkids right behind the bench. And they're crying, they're cheering. Wow, I mean, God bless how lucky. I mean, it's, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. So 1,200's great, but that, that scene was, it was better. Oh, all right? And, See you in San Francisco. And by the way, just thank, I want to thank you know the people who put the tournament on here. I know they got another game, a big game. Uh, you know, it's, yeah, this city is lights out with their hospitality and and the people. You know, we've obviously we've enjoyed it because we've won, but you know we were really treated well here, uh, really treated well. So thank you. Today's show of Locked On Blue Devils is brought to you by Bet Online. It's that time of year again as college basketball's tournament is finally upon us. We're heading to the Sweet 16. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and information. Last night, as soon as the games went final, BetOnline had Texas Tech open up as a one-point favorite over our Duke Blue Devils. It's not just basketball, though. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. 
Final segment of Locked On Blue Devils here today. Good to hear from head coach Mike Krzyzewski and the Duke players. They're in a press conference following their win over Michigan State. Coach K just loves his team, and he was starting to choke up listening to him talk about how much it means and how much fun he's having. He was so fired up at the end of the game, so excited, uh, pointing back at his family that were in the stands right behind the Duke bench, and you could tell how much the win meant for Mike Krzyzewski that Duke was able to defeat Michigan State and move on to the Sweet 16. Duke got to that round of 32 game by winning the first round of the NCAA tournament on Friday. The Blue Devils knocked off Cal State Fullerton. Two-seeded Duke, 15-seeded Cal State Fullerton. The Blue Devils won 78-61 as it was a wire-to-wire victory for Duke. They were leading by 10 points, 37-27 at the end of the first half. And once again, Duke had five Duke had five players in double figures in scoring. Wendell Moore Jr. had 13 points. A.J. Griffin had 10. Paula Bancaro had 17 points and 10 rebounds. Mark Williams had 15 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists for Big Mark. Jeremy Roach had 12 points and 5 assists. Uh, you had Joey Baker have 3 points. Theo John had 2 points. And Trevor Keels had 2 points for Duke. Duke went 9 of 22 from 3-point range in their win over Cal State Fullerton. And the Blue Devils had 21 assists on 30 made basket. They were sharing the basketball much better. We talked about the struggles of the 3-point shooting for Cal State Fullerton. 5 of 17 from 3-point range for the Titans. So yeah, they definitely struggled from deep in that one. Milstead led the way for the Titans with 12 points as Cal State's season comes to a close. They finished the year with a 21-11 and 11 win or record on the season. Mike Krzyzewski, two wins this weekend. He now has 99 NCAA tournament wins, one shy of 100, and yesterday's win was his 1,200th win, so an even 1,200 wins for Coach K in his college basketball coaching career. I saw someone tweet this out. It was Brian Ives on Twitter tweeted about Coach K's 99 NCAA tournament wins, now one shy of 100. If a college basketball coach started today and they were to go on and win 16 consecutive national championships, they would still have fewer wins than Coach K has all-time in the NCAA tournament. Again, if you disregard the first four games, you have to win six games in March to be NCAA tournament champions. So if a coach started today and won 16 straight NCAA titles, they still would have fewer wins in the NCAA tournament than Coach K. He is so dominant, the absolute best to ever do it, and we're hoping that Coach K has four more NCAA tournament wins left in him, that this Duke team has four more NCAA tournament wins left in them, and they can win the national championship this season. That's going to do it for today's show. Coming up on tomorrow's program, Ryan Lavoie will be back with us to recap the weekend of March Madness, and we'll continue to get you ready for Duke and Texas Tech coming up in the Sweet 16. As always, go Duke. I'll talk to you tomorrow. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you and good day.